I am going to mute this for just a few minutes. Apparently, I'm having a bit of a coughing fit, so bear with me while I have this coughing fit, guys. Hold on. Jackie, when anyone comes in, let them know I'm just coughing here. Okay, I'm better now. Okay. Hello, Emilisa. There's Landon. It never tells me. Never. I have to go and physically find you in order to get on here. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Hello, Emilisa. That's crazy. That annoys me. I wish it would tell everybody. It should tell everybody because that's what it's supposed to do. That's what we. If I wait like a like a minute or two, it will come up and it'll say, uh, you know, freaked out is live. Like, but if I don't see, there's a new live cast. Liz is now live streaming, so it's like, it, okay. it's like a minute or two after it will come and be like so and so. But I try to get in here before everybody starts coming in. Hello, Ashley. Hello, Osa. Hello, <clears throat> Amy. Jackie, I look every second. Well, guys, I'm just waiting for a few more people to come in. I don't know if Catherine knows. I don't know if she remembers. Know if she, remembers. she does know. She just said something. So I said. <laughs> I never know, so hopefully, maybe she didn't get the notification. Let me uh, message her here. I have been choking for the last, like, minute here, guys. So sorry. My drink went down the wrong tube. <laughs> so I've been, like, trying to recover here. Which gives me another minute to catch my breath before we start. There is a lot to talk about today. Um, by the way, just an FYI, I have only watched two of the four episodes of the... Um, shiny happy people documentary so i'm going to be watching the next two for the next live and in addition to that i am going to be i'm going to be turning on a few of those creepy episodes to see what i can pick up on the ch the kids that were technically not involved in this documentary and see if i can figure anything out there too hello jessica <clears throat> hello shannon hello Brittany. hello lisa hello tabitha Oh man, I am not. Oh, I used to watch that a long time ago with my ex. They were obsessed with that show. I am not <laughs> looking forward to listening and watching that again. It was very creepy the first time I watched it. I always knew, I they, always knew right they because this just shook me and truthfully freaked me out. Honestly, me too, Jamie. I think finally there's Catherine. I, I don't get a notification either, Catherine. I have to physically, <clears throat> when I know it's about time, I have to go in to Podbean myself and get uh, get in there unless I wait like a minute or two and then it sometimes will show the notification, but it doesn't always do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it free, like, I've been, my ex, so Landon and I both have exes who were like totally obsessed with this show, which is so weird. But anyway, we both found that out recently. But uh, my ex also used to watch it, and they used to want to, like, kind of go by that modesty. Like, he'd be like, you know, you, you know, because I'm totally a PDA girl. So they'd be like, he'd be like, well, the Duggars don't do PDA. And I'm like, um, okay, but we're not the Duggars. <laughs> oh, 
Okay. Alrighty. Okay. So we're all here now. So I'm going to begin. Uh, if anyone comes in after we have, uh, if we are starting this and anyone comes in asking questions, just if you guys want to let them know in the comment <clears throat> section that uh, this live will be automatically uploaded about a half an hour after we're done. So anyone who misses it, they can come back and listen to the next part of it. Hi, Caitlin. Okay, so obviously, as I had talked to you guys before, we will be covering the topic of 19 kids and counting. Now, obviously, recently there was a documentary put out on Amazon Prime called Shiny Happy People. And obviously, they start to talk a little bit about the Duggar family secrets. I feel like there was not enough detail. I think everyone was honestly holding back, and I get why. But I also feel like there were some kids that have yet to come forward uh, with any crazy details of their own. And I wanted to kind of like blow everything out of the water. I really want to show the world exactly what took place here, and we're going to start from the beginning and go right to the end, <clears throat> and we're not holding back on anything today. So um, I'm going to add other, I was going to add other topics today too, but we just simply don't have the time for it. So, all right. Uh, by the way, guys, tomorrow night, the episode of the Gay Gang Murders will be dropped at about 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is on the exclusive side, and this took place in Australia, um, and it was around the time that Australia decriminalized homosexuality, and basically people try to take things into their own hands. So definitely an episode you'd like to hear. It's not a typical episode. We don't talk to, like, a victim or two victims. We're talking to bits and pieces and also educating you guys on what took place. All righty. Moving right along, for those of you who did not have any sort of connection to 19 Kids and Counting, there was a television show and also like um, um, documentaries or whatever you want to call them, like specials, that this family would basically go on TV and uh, talk about how their family runs, like uh, from the beginning to end. And they made it, it seem extremely wholesome. Um, I guess because of the children, like people kind of got sucked in. That's called gaslighting. <clears throat> Definitely gaslighting. But I feel like it was like nobody really, a lot of people, like unless you're paying attention. It's just gaslighting in the sense of like, <clears throat> when they're showing you like we <coughs> go to church we're good church people we um all dress in plain clothes like um it's like they took stuff from multiple different uh backgrounds like um you know muslim background and uh like amish background and all that kind of stuff because they don't believe in their children having cell phones they don't believe in having letting them have electronics or being on electronics they cover head to toe like and it's very they, they like, go back, crazy. go back like to like, like the, the 1900s, 1900s you know? not even like the, the the like 1800s where like you know the father is the ruler <laughs> of the home and like he everything must go through him uh nobody else can make decisions for themselves Okay, well, thank you for that. 
Now, this show is surrounding the religion of uh, religion, and I use that word very lightly because I think it's a an insult to religions, in my opinion. Absolutely, they take it to an extreme. Like take they take what they want out of it, you know, <clears throat> and only use what they feel is right. And uh, it's called the Institution of Basic Life Principles, also known as IBLP. Even the name alone is extremely worrisome to me based on the name itself, Basic Life Principles, or what, going back in time, trying to train train people on a bigger scale using children as a scapegoat to practice their religion. It's brilliant, though. you got to think about it. They make it look sweet and innocent and wonderful to the public eye and show people that this is an okay way of living in now, especially in 2023. There are a lot of rules when it comes to the way of living in this re religion. I'm going to say cult. <laughs> but mainly the first rule is that you need to come out and have as many children as possible so those children can continue to carry on the love for Jesus and the word. Um, in the community, the word abuse uh, does absolutely not exist. These are basically pedophiles being harbored around everywhere you go. Now, the real reason they want these people to have children is because the elders, the men that rule this particular institution, enjoy the company of children. <clears throat> they continue to pass on their traits to their sons, and a continuous cycle does not end. Now, Jill and her husband do come forward and talk about their experiences with the Duggar family and Jill being the fourth child of the Duggar family. All of the kids' names with the letter G, J, after their fantastic father, I guess. <clears throat> oh boy, Jim Bob is an oddball. Now, I'm going to talk about him for just a moment, his personality in general. Um... Do I feel like he's like an evil man? Like there's evil aspects of him, but I honestly believe he's just somebody who's also been brainwashed along with these other men. But I don't feel like he's the biggest predator in this situation. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But basically Jim Bob came right from being raised in, I think it was like a Christian church, um, and he was born and raised in it, so he was very much about religion, like his family was religious. Michelle, on the other hand, the mother, uh, she came into Christianity a little bit later. She had actually been involved with sexual experiences with other men before Jim Bob, and I believe she never, ever shared that information. I personally see that she would consider <clears throat> what she did evil and slutty. And, uh, and according to her, she had some sort of like epiphany. In my opinion, she was not only obviously groomed, but I feel like she was getting herself into a lot of trouble when she was a young kid. And it was basically somebody had told her she was like going to go to hell if she didn't fix her life. And I do think that scared her a lot. So instead of being an independent woman, she got back in line and got herself involved in that, you know, lifestyle with her husband. I see that she may have, I, I see not may have, 
I've seen this pretty significantly. I see that she had an abortion before any of her children were born. I believe that she had sex with somebody that was definitely not anybody her family would be okay with. I feel like this man and her had unprotected sex and she ended up getting pregnant and an abortion took place. And I think that's why her life changed because the abortion was some kind of like thing to push her in the direction of getting better. I believe that she genuinely accepted this religion and uh, that's another reason she continuously kept having children to make up for that abortion. Let's see. Um, she did get married. Did get married. She, she's not Jim. cutting out on my side. Is she cutting out for <clears throat> anybody else? <coughs> mm. Is everybody keeps saying you're. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. Okay, let me okay, let me go back. What did you guys hear clearly first? Eileen's fucking with the mics. No, actually, there was a spirit. She was uh, doing a video for TikTok right before uh, we came live, and that spirit kept messing with her TikTok. So it probably is still the same one. Okay, I'm going to go back to what I was saying here. So what I had said was, I believe that she had an abortion before any of her children. I personally see that she did have sex with somebody that was not somebody her family would be would approve of. I'm going to say that it was like somebody of a different race as well. I feel like this man and her did have unprotected sex, which is why she ended up getting pregnant and having an abortion. I don't feel like her parents knew any of that. And uh, so what she had basically done is felt guilt from the abortion, seen the light, and decided to go down this road with this new life. I personally believe that her genuine acceptance of this religion was... Oh, fuck. Hold on, guys. Can we switch headphones? Always something terrible. Yeah, here. One second, guys. Okay, can you guys hear me now? I just switched headphones with Landon, so hopefully this works. Alrighty. Um, so obviously, Michelle makes us. Let's go back to where I was here. Yeah, so I personally feel like she went into this religion because she consistently wanted to keep having children, honestly, and it would make up for this abortion. Now, let's keep in mind, uh, she did get married to Jim Bob at 17 years old, and I believe she got pregnant originally 15 years old is what I feel. So uh, before uh, Catherine said, <clears throat> wait, so um, you, the parents did, you think her parents knew anything? Her parents, her parents did not know. Her parents didn't know she had an abortion. They just knew that she was promiscuous, not to the degree she was, but she really was. So 
Um, now, obviously, she got married to him when she was 17. I think he was only a couple of years older. Uh, what's crazy to think is that Jim Bob got, they apparently they got pregnant. Now, the story is what they've put out there is that they got pregnant with their first child, Josh, and apparently she went on the pill. I don't believe that. I don't believe that any of that happened. Like, I feel like cause she's, they were saying like that they were only going to have a few kids. No, I feel like this was the plan from the get go. So I think that's a lie. Um, now, Josh, we will talk about him later. And uh, when she had gone on the pill, which I do believe she did go on the pill, but I think there was a reason for it. She apparently ended up getting pregnant on the pill. And according to Jim Bob had a miscarriage because she was on the pill secretly. Some things I don't feel like Jim Bob knows, honestly, that she had a miscarriage at all. Like, obviously, like, he believes that because he was trying to prevent pregnancy, they were being punished. So, like, that's why they had this miscarriage. No, that didn't happen. The miscarriage happened because their body couldn't handle it. Simple as that. That's basically it. Um, the birth control pill obviously did not cause a mis dis miscarriage, but he went on and said things in public to make other people feel that way. So anyways, they're, they're just planting seeds here. Uh, okay. I also feel like, uh, Jim Bob was honestly trying to control, uh, how many kids they ended up having because, According to him, he only wanted a couple, but I don't believe, honestly, any of that. I feel like he was honestly pushed by the church, too, to continuously keep having more and more kids. And he went along with, with it because why? The rules, right? Um, there was an episode, um, like, towards the last season I watched, and most of the kids were grown up at this point. And Michelle says right on this episode that she would have more children if God allows her to like you have 19 i think that's more than enough we will we, we will, will talk we about will that talk. yes some births some religions don't believe in birth control and i do that there are some that don't but <sighs> to continuously keep overpopulating the world like i don't think it's it's that big of a deal i think that let's say the bible was like updated i really believe that would be a non-issue I think the world is populated enough if you think about it like we have more people than like than we need really and look at all the kids in foster care if you really want more children just go adopt because that's also like the good you know thing to do I agree with that like that's literally the next thing I was gonna say honestly is it does birth control if anything helps with overpopulation which, like, we already have going on. They don't believe in overpopulation. <laughs> Everyone looks at it like a baby. But they're not looking at it like, in 20 years, that child's going to become an adult and have to look for a job. Let's say everybody have, like, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 kids. Then those 11 kids going to have 11 kids. Like, you know what I mean? It's just going to continue to carry on. Anyway, um, Bob was chosen by the people. Like, honestly, I'm going to be completely honest. This cult looked at Bob as the biggest moron they could possibly find. A Magoo type of guy who's likable, but also very disciplined. So they liked his innocence about him, because if we had put on other men in this religion, I do not believe they would have had the same effect as they had for Jim Bob. 
So I think Jim Bob was picked, handpicked for that reason. That reason. Oh yeah, Jim Bob definitely. <clears throat> like it, like when you go back and watch the show, you'll see like he's always got a big smile on his face. He's always dressed appropriately. He demands a room when he comes in. Like you said, he's very likable. He knows how to talk to people. He knows w- the right words to say. So of course, they you're definitely right. They're like, oh, this guy will do anything, and we'll give him a big fancy house, and we'll get him a TV show and everything, and he'll just do what we tell him to do. Like, right, because before right, because- any of this happened, he was working like three jobs. So like, and then his well, like, wife and then his wife yep. kids out. So Jackie is like, uh, he only, he's a horny bastard that only knows missionary. And uh, Catherine's like, how do you know it was it reverse cowgirl? And then Jackie uh, was like, because missionary is churchy. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) Um, Alrighty. Well, obviously Jim Bob grew up in a household where he had to be conservative, conservative and the man was God or the closest thing to God. Now, in this religion, you're not allowed to have a television or a radio because you're not really allowed to be influenced by anything other than this cult, which is what I'm going to keep calling it. The television is a f- is the information people <clears throat> obviously want to hear. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> a television is there to inform people about just about anything, and they didn't want their children to have any other sort of influence against other religions or anything. So basically, controlling people... Uh, did not, you know, not to think outside of the box. It's, um, they, they said this on the show too. They do not allow electronics because it's the devil's work, which is something that the Amish also believe. That's why they do not have any electronics in their home, even lights, like actual electricity. And some don't even have plumbing because they all think it's the devil's work. Oh yeah. And nobody thought anything was wrong with it. Like not allowed to leave their home, their friends or your family members, homeschool. Like honestly, it's like a prison. Now this is the part where I have a real big problem with Jim Bob. Pro-choice. I'm going to be, I'm going to, he was basically going and rallying against Pro, pro-choice when it came to abortions. He really wanted to make damn sure that nobody in their right mind could ever get an abortion. He didn't see anything outside of black and white. He didn't really care if somebody was abused or raped or got pregnant. He felt like it was completely unnecessary and basically using this fetus with heartbeats basically as a killing, as we're killing people. Now in the same sentence, we have no problem with killing baby animals for meat. <laughs> Everyone has their own views on abortions, and some people don't want to get abortions, and that's okay, and that's their choice. It's their body. They have the right to make that choice to give, you know, birth to a child, but you should also be not be able to determine what happens with other people. Now, when it comes to people with abortions, you have no idea what they're going through or what's going on. What if they can't support the child financially? What if a young teenager is in an abusive situation? And they need to, like, hide this kid from their home. And they can't because they're not allowed to get an abortion or this new baby's going to get abused. It's it's crazy. They shouldn't be forced, obviously. They shouldn't be, have gotten pregnant in the first place, yes. But what people will say is big mistakes happen. And so regardless of where you are on the spectrum of abortions or not abortions, everyone should be able to make their own choice. And people should be able to not be pushed to change those choices. Like, I honestly believe there are women out there. I mean, obviously, what we do in here. There are women out there that have children. 
and they kill them because they don't want to be a mom. They don't want they don't want to give the baby away, but they also don't want to take care of their children. Shouldn't be a mom. Shouldn't be a mom. I agree, Jackie. So Jackie said, right, foster care, but can you imagine what would happen to someone who isn't blood in that house? Absolutely. They would probably be the slaves in everything because they aren't uh, actual blood of Jim, Bob, and Michelle. And um, well, so in, in the beginning of the show of 19 Kids and Counting, I remember um, like they were apparently, they say they were poor and they didn't have money. So they did a lot of... Um, uh, like couponing and like very cheap meals, like a lot of soups and stuff like that and whatnot. So that's basically how they pay for their kids. And like Liz said before, Jim Bob had like three jobs while Michelle stayed home and took care of the kids as soon as they got on TLC and started their 19 kids accounting because it was actually like 10 kids and counting or something when they started. And then it went up and up and up until now 19 kids and counting. Um, so they, the TV show, basically the viewers watching everybody who's watched was basically paying for this family to continue on with this cult. Oh yeah. Now I believe that because of this show, I really believe that this show is the main reason that abortion laws have been changing people's perspectives. And I feel like it's been in the works since this show was on air. So I feel like this is a big reason why we're kind of going backwards in that way. I just had to put that out there because uh, um, yeah, no, Megan, I don't think that the children got paid. It was Jim Bob who has all the money. I'm sure they said that the children were supposed to get paid, but I'm sure Jim Bob did something to control that to not allow them to actually get any sort of money. Okay, well, moving right along, in season four, the Duggar family had the 19th child, Josie, and Michelle had a lot of complications, and this baby was born prematurely. Now, you don't see them blaming their belief system on the fact that this child was born prematurely. You don't see them thinking for a moment, wait, maybe we shouldn't have any more children. They only blame their sins on this tragic situation that's happening. Bill Gothard. I want to talk about him for a moment as well. He is obviously the leader of this cult. Well, was the leader. He basically indicated that if you follow along with his religion, that there won't be any conflict in your life. There won't be any sort of issues between you and your children. I personally believe that's completely inaccurate and they will always there will always be drama. There will always be conflict. It's just part of life and normal for people to disagree and find common ground. They're trying to basically say that pretending that things don't exist and to shove things under the rug like we used to. I can without a doubt confirm that Bill Gothard molested many, many, many children from boys that are young, girls that are young. I keep hearing children screaming when I see this man appear on the television or in a photo. And it honestly sends chills down my spine. <clears throat> this guy basically wanted to give himself the ability to consistently be around children so he can have access to physically assaulting them. Now, of course, because they do have no access to anyone outside of their family or within their community, their siblings and parents, they have to trust the person and see and ask to who he says he is, you know? So if he's saying he needs to be inappropriately touching you because you're doing something wrong, 
the children are going to say, all right. But he had his way of making it seem like things were okay. I even see children that were perhaps misbehaving or struggling to comply with these rules in this cult. Obviously, kids with like mental health disabilities specifically. The parents would bring them to Bill and Bill would say, let me take a stab at it. And that's when he would groom the child and sexually assault them and basically told them that if they did not comply, that they would continue to be sexually assaulted. Obviously, these kids did not want this for themselves, but they were told that this man is the end-all be-all and he's the one who will make the decisions and they really felt like they had nowhere else to go. I feel like after the documentary came out, the recent one, not only are there going to be more things that come out about this, there's so much to cover, but I feel like there will be people that will come forward about Bill as well. So keep an eye out for that. I think there will be money coming that way. There will be books, more kids, even from the 19 kids and counting cast will be coming forward. And as these children grow up, the young ones, they're going to start to have a voice as well. Um, okay. Now, there's even like a seminar for children's teachings on how to obey and basically be there, be heard and, oh my God, be only seen and not heard. And I see that he groomed these kids to the, in those moments as well. That's why they were able to honestly get away with what they could for so long and still do, might I add. <sighs> Obviously, they don't believe in over- overpopulation. They think it's a myth. They think a lot of things are, are myths, including like uh, evolution and scientific facts. It's mind-boggling on how they don't understand, honestly. People die every day. But in every single person in the world has six or seven kids. Like I already said that earlier. Sorry. Um, Now, Michelle had gotten pregnant with baby number 20. So after she had the complications with Josie, that's how you know a screw is loose up there. Um, There was no heartbeat. I believe the reason, honestly, was because she couldn't continue to carry anymore. I feel like she, and I think they kept this part out of the show, but she literally almost died. I know they really didn't talk about that at all. Uh, they were more so worried about Josie more than anything else, but there was no need. No, you need. can you can tell in if like, I've seen that episode, and you can tell like Michelle is so controlled by Jim Bob because she was so heartbroken over baby twenty. Um, or well Josie and then you know she starts to make a comment and then Jim Bob like talks over her and is like it's okay blah blah blah. we have to just move on from this but it's like this is a grieving mother like what you can't tell her to get over it and move on and they'll have more babies like you don't know that clearly obviously complications are happening now after you've had 19 kids walk out of you like it's it's crazy honest to god though like and I feel like that was a moment they should have made that decision. Let's not let's say they don't want to go on birth control, but maybe like close shop down. You know what I mean? <sighs> Anyways, nope, that goes against their religion. She's not allowed to get a hysterectomy. Of course, because of course, again, because another, again, way, another control, way to control or get her tubes tied. Body. Yep, or get her tubes tied. Because Jim Bob says throughout the show constantly. 
constantly uh, throughout the show. He says, like, we are going to have as many children as God will allow us. He even so much as has Michelle say that as well, that they will continue to have children until she can no longer have children, basically. Eileen is messing with your TV. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, okay. Uh, honestly, but I mean, I'm, I believe that this is maybe when, you know, her spirits, I guess, stepped in and was like, no, you have 19 children. He's a piece of shit. Like, yes, you're a piece of shit too, but you're less piece of shit than the other one. So we're going to let you live and we're going to cut off the opportunity for you to have any more children. Because if they could, they would have definitely kept on. Um, now, with what's crazy to me is that Bill Gothard had never been married. He doesn't have a wife, but he's telling everyone they should multiply, multiply, multiply. Like, okay, hypocrite. He doesn't even follow his own damn rules. Uh, so the women are not allowed to be seen in anything provocative or flirt or date. They're expected to dress modestly. And I don't think the word modestly is the most appropriate word. Dress like they're in a prison for women and children. Um, but they also have to avoid anything that draws attention to their shoulders. They cannot wear skirts above the knee. They have to wear these pants under their skirts, sleeveless shirts are way forbidden. Long necklaces are also forbidden. They're not allowed to wear makeup, heels, anything along those lines. Meanwhile, Bill's secretaries are not only allowed to wear makeup, but red makeup, red nail polish, heels. Isn't that interesting? Interesting. I mean, Jim Bob. No, this no, it's Bill Gothard guy. Yeah, um, the girls, yeah, they're not even allowed to paint their nails or anything like that. Like, even just the regular nails, get their hair done, nothing like that. They're definitely, they, the girls definitely, like I said, the girls are more, that's where they took the Amish, a lot of the Amish stuff. Like, because it's, they have to be covered head to toe, basically, well, from neck down, have to be completely covered. Even in the summertime, they have to wear long sleeve shirts. They're not allowed to be showing no skin, no nothing. Uh, but the boys are allowed to wear whatever they want. Okay, so moving right along, uh, in 2014, several w women did end up coming against uh, Gothard of sexual harassment. The organization pursued an internal investigation the same year, and he did eventually step down. I think he was kind of forced to step down, and they did deem his behavior inappropriate but not illegal. They did end up filing a few lawsuits against him, but they were all dismissed based on the statute of limitations. How convenient. I feel like there was, there will be more to come out with this guy. I see that he's going to, there's going to, there's going to be a lot of things coming out with Bill now that this documentary has come forward as well. Um, he is definitely a sleazeball and definitely a pedophile. And I do feel like he raped women. I feel like he raped a lot of kids. Um, I also want to make a statement that I do believe that he had been the one of one of the people who had raped Josh Duggar as well. So <sighs> Josh, I, it's so crazy. I, I feel sorry for child Josh and I'm disturbed by adult Josh. Let's just put it that way. Um, obviously I'm going to get into Josh Duggar a little bit now too, but when we do part two, we're going to talk about him more in depth too, but I did want to touch on him as well. 
Um, obviously, in 2015 or 16, I can't remember, uh, basically, somebody had written a letter to Oprah Winfrey about Josh Duggar and how he had molested five girls. And um, the situation apparently took place back in 2002 to 2003, which is crazy because at that time he wanted to bring down a convenience store that sells pornography and alcohol. Anyways, before any of this came out to the world, Josh had actually gone to the authorities and was taken by his father, and I think his father's brother, and they went to take Josh to talk about what he had done, and they let him off, and basically said, don't do it again. Well, then they end up finding out later that this guy was conveniently a friend of Jim Bob's, which is probably why the cop let him off. So they decided to take him to a camp within the church, conveniently, the place that made him mentally fucked up in the first place. And uh, basically it was like a camp for disgruntled, disgruntled children, like I had mentioned before, the kids that are kind of out of line. They put them to work, basically. They really don't teach them anything. They just kind of put them to work and punish them like with the rods, the sexual abuse, all of that stuff. It was like, oh, so he was sexually abusing somebody. Let's go take him back and sexually abuse him again. Anyways, um, <sighs> so crazy, honestly. Um, they, to keep in mind that this is all happening even before the show had started, and they had stated that Josh was, like, doing ministry work, which was a complete lie. This is where he was. I know that the boys did get freedom a little bit. I even feel like while he was at this behavioral camp, he was molested and touched by... He was molesting and touching girls, too. I'm not sure who these children were. I don't have any connection. But perhaps, like, little girls that may were maybe disgruntled that were also there in the vicinity but i see he was molesting children there too the sad the sad reality uh is um the family um like with the family allowing their son to molest their daughters like i don't know if you guys have ever read the book flowers in the attic or seen the movie flowers in the attic but it's it's almost the same concept the the grandmother locks the children up in an attic and that's in you know there's a, a boy and two girls or whatever and they're locked away in the attic well the two oldest one boy one girl they end up deciding to like be sexually intimate because that's what happens when you become a teenager our hormones are raising racing and like you want you want to do something and then you do it this is kind of the same concept with these kids obviously they're getting molested on top of it so they just think that it's okay so taking these young minds molesting them and then in their teen years they become very sexually aggressive and this is why taking away those things and not having appropriate talks with your kids about this kind of stuff this is the stuff that happens as a result absolutely and um i'm going to explain kind of how it worked so there was a little clip it that they showed in the second episode of this documentary i believe of a man with a child because they were he was trying to show people like how you punish your children so he came on stage and he started spanking the child softly on his bum he also told the child to call him dad this is exactly what they do they make these children call them dad okay and then they spanked him and then he said okay now give me a hug and then the kid didn't give him 
like a hard enough hug. Like, so he's like, that wasn't good enough. And then he started spanking him gently again. Everyone's laughing about it because they think it's hilarious. But that's what they do. And they start off with the spanking and carry on as more and more sexual things happen. Like, they, they train them like, like animals. It's really so fucking crazy, honestly. That is really crazy and, like, messed up spanking them and hug me harder. But that's how they use their... um it's like punishment with love. And that's, they take that to a whole new level. Like I'm punishing you because I love you. And now you need to love me too, because I'm punishing you type of behavior. Right. And you know, these kids would like, obviously be molested from there and then they would grimace. And then these men would make them do it all over again. Like, it's just so crazy. So yep. crazy. They would slap, they, they did. They would slap the baby's hands away so that they can't the, reach for attention. The blanket training is what they call it. Yeah. Yep. She mentioned that earlier. They put them down on a blanket and train them and train them to, you know, not want their mothers and need their mothers and, and Michelle stuff. And Michelle. Um, so crazy. As young as six months old, might I add. So now obviously this happened to Josh and I can tell you that he personally was molested by several men because he was the oldest in the family. He had the most prominent position. He was expected to fall into line. He was used as an example to all the other kids. So when they would teach him, so when they would, you know, teach him, uh, basically he would have to follow commands and he was taught how to molest people. I know for a, a fact that Josh Duggar did tell his father and his mother and maybe even a few siblings, which I think this is why the sisters felt bad for him at times, that this had taken place and behind closed doors with these prophets or whatever the hell they're calling themselves. And I see, I literally see Michelle and Jim Bob brushing it under the rug and pretending like it none of it happened. Basically telling him that he was being deceitful and that if he lied anymore, he would get more spankings. And you know what spankings means, right? In his mind, he's going to get molested again. So he kept it inside. And I feel like the religion honestly created a genuine monster and many monsters among them. Um, Jackie, uh, they do not believe in sending their children to school. Um, they homeschool their children. Um, because they feel like any outside education would tarnish their children's mind and only they know how to teach their children the right ways of life. So no, they do not go to school. They are all homeschooled. And the girls get a different type of uh, treatment than the boys. Um, they still get a lot of the same treatments uh, when it comes to punishments and stuff, but the girls, um, they have different set of rules that they have to follow than the boys. The boys have a different set. Uh, now, obviously, um, these girls are not going to go, I'm not going to go into detail what took place in the bedroom with their brother, but I do feel like he molested quite a number of children in, in the home. I also feel like he had, uh, molested the older sisters. I feel like he had molested a few of the younger sisters as well. They really didn't understand what was going on because they were too little, but I feel like they now understand why. Uh, he would do the exact same things that the leaders would do. And when he would, he would basically keep them in line because he was in charge of making sure that these kids 
listened at all times. So he would tell them that he was going to spank them, and then the kids didn't listen. Well, then he would close the doors and molest his sisters. I feel like he would molest if he was... I feel like, sorry, I feel like he molested a few of the boys as well, um, but I also feel like they're all honestly too brainwashed to talk about it, and it's pretty disturbing. Now, there is a lot more to cover, and we will cover a lot more later, um, I, but it was like seriously, seriously intense. Um, I want to go back to Jim Bob here for a moment as well. One, one second. So, Jackie, the way that they homeschool is basically the girls are only really taught like basic math and um, about their reproductive system and uh, basically home ec all the time. So the girls have to do all the cooking, the cleaning, the sewing, all that. That's what they're schooled on, like being a good wife, being a good mother um, and doing that. And the boys are taught to get a job, work hard. Um, you need to provide for your family. Like that's basically the homeschooling that the boys are taught. Um, and they do get a little bit more education than that. And yeah, Josh has seven of his own kids. And I'm not sure if he really even gets to see those kids I anymore. So. I don't I think so. I haven't that part of the documentary yet, but I don't think so. Um, but moving back to Jim Bob. Bob. And definitely no babysitters, Jackie. Nobody's ever allowed in their quote unquote compound, their house, unless they are from the church. But the kids... All the kids have to raise their siblings, the younger kids. That's how it works in that cult. Okay, so as I was saying, I was going back to Jim Bob for a moment. Now, I do not feel like Jim Bob had physically, be, um, uh, sorry, molested his children. I don't feel that at all. I don't feel it in any capacity, but I do feel like he beat them all. Michelle beat them. He beats them like the, um, they have different uh items so like if you're being bad you'll get maybe a hand spanking first and then a bum spanking with your hands and then if it's worse they would then use rods if it was worse they would do other things and they hit them in places where like cps can't really get involved um that they're allowed to hit them but honestly I actually do believe that they have crossed the line with the physical abuse as well because again if you think about it, not all of the children are going to be well behaved. There will be like kids that are a little extra, you know, and they're going to get the harder punishments. There are a few children that haven't gotten the harder punishments because they fall into line, but they've seen their siblings who have been behaving badly fall into line because of these harder punishments and they make the children watch like, okay, your brother's being beaten. Why is he being beaten? Oh, because he had a sinful thought. Like, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. And these kids are getting in trouble for things like <sighs> the shirts aren't folded properly. You know, like the the child is screaming because I think at Michelle, when she has the kid, she has it for two years by herself and then she assigns whatever child it is in order like she'll give it to one of her daughters to take care of yeah we were talking about this kind of in the car the other day so each oldest daughter has a set of kids that they're responsible for i think it's like three three kids to each um daughter so if she has like the younger ones like um jill and jessa all had um the three themselves each so there was six of them that had to take care of them and 
Jackie. Josh is the oldest of them. So he is like in his 30s, almost in his 40s at this point. So he definitely is old enough to have a wife and and seven children of his own. He is the oldest, um, like I said. And yeah, he's in jail now because this whole scandal of him, um, the coming out of the molesting, because when Jill and Jessa left and went and got married, they ended up telling people about what happened to them and it kind of spiraled out of control from that point on. Absolutely. So like, thank you for that. But yeah, basically um, these kids, the girls would also have to inflict punishment on these children too. And I see that it like would break their little hearts, but they'd have to do it. Yeah. Because of punishment to them, if they don't do it, it's way worse. Right now. Michelle also gets punishment. Do you hear how Michelle talks in that very, like, monotone, not angry voice? Voice? Yep, she has to keep calm. Jim Bob coaches her. You could definitely tell that he coaches her through everything, especially when they're on the show. Like, if she starts saying anything out of line, he'll squeeze her shoulder. Like, don't say that. Yeah, well, basically, she also gets her own punishments as well. Like, I see that he will give her a report card of every day of what she didn't do and what she did do. And if she made any mistakes along the way, she also got punished as well. Um, I do feel like he sexually punishes her. I also feel like he beats her as well in the same areas that he has to do it. So it's all hidden under the clothes, you know? It's, it's really just such a mental, like, I'm, I've been going down this rabbit hole for like three days now, and it's just bloody wild. And Michelle also, like, obviously, like, she's another one. She was handpicked, same with him, like, for this sweet, innocent, let's make everything look really, really pretty and cookie cutter. And in reality, people are just getting sucked in by these sweet children. But, like, these kids are also, like, all going to be fucked up after all this, you know? Oh, yeah, they're all going to be fucked up, especially once they start moving out. I don't think that Jim, Bob, or Michelle really think about they they They're trying so hard to control these kids, but they don't realize that when they grow up, they move out, they go on their own. They're going to eventually make their own rules of getting their own TV and their own stuff. And they're going to start seeing like how the world really works. And I feel like that's why um, like Jill and Jessa and the others are like spiraling because they have no idea how to control their life because they do not have their father telling them what to do anymore. So they see all this stuff and they realize, Oh, Oh shit, this, this isn't, this isn't uh, appropriate. And why am I doing this? And it's mind fucking to them. Well, we are going to cover all of that stuff on the next part. There's, we're going to cover Michelle a little bit more. There's a little bit more on Jim. I want to, Jim Bob, I want to talk about, we're going to talk about the kids next and what I'm seeing for all of them, including Josh. There's a lot more things on Josh that I want to talk about as well. And I am beyond disturbed, but we're going to talk about it. Um, now I did want to mention a couple other things before we go today. Um, now a lot of people get very confused, so I just want to kind of explain it to people. Like I've noticed on when I write things like, oh, I've got a live about the Duggars. People are like, who's dead that you're going to communicate with? No, no, no. Uh, basically now I am a psychic medium. A psychic medium is somebody who can predict the future past, present. I can see things that have happened. 
uh, just based off of energy. So if I can sit there and like, which is what I'm going to be doing here next in two weeks is, but I'm going to be watching these, God help me, a couple of these episodes to pick up these children's energy so that I can then in turn see what I feel because I do readings as well. People don't have to die for me to get energy readings. The mediumship side is just a completely different type of reading. Um, so just kind of wanted to give you guys that information. I can see things so strongly now. And this is just something within the last couple of years that have happened. But I can see when somebody's talking shit about me from like miles and miles and miles away. I can, I, when somebody makes comments to me, I can hear what they're saying in their head. Like there's so many things I can, it's crazy. The things I can see. So like, as I do this more and more, I can see more and more. It's uh, pretty good. I'm pretty good on that side of things. So that is basically why. <laughs> um, now predictions. I do get them wrong sometimes. I do. I'm I'm human. Everyone makes mistakes. I'm but I do get a lot of my predictions true. And obviously there's ones yet to come true that will eventually come true as well. But obviously I'm not perfect. So I did want to mention that. Um now I did notice as well that in the comments section of my TikTok for those people who aren't necessarily understanding it too much People will say things like, she Googled it. Yes, I do Google every single case, every single thing I look into. Obviously, like the people who write things like, I'd like to connect with my father. No, I'm not Googling anything because I don't have any information to go off there. But I am Googling cases and, you know, situations so that I can educate myself on it and then also take my predictions based on what I am reading or seeing or viewing. So, so right, because sometimes things that are written down, that's another thing that people don't understand is sometimes something that's written down is not true. Just like people need to realize not everything you see and hear on the Internet is accurate. So if Liz goes and sees something on a TV show or on the internet, she can automatically feel if that is a truth or a lie. And so obviously we have to look up all the facts and everything first to, and she feels it all out. And then we give you guys the core raw facts and the truths out of what they're saying. Absolutely. So it doesn't like, I wish I could pull it out of thin air. Maybe one day I will be able to pull it out of thin air, but for the time being, I do need to educate myself on everything so that I can get not only the facts right, but also see the predictions based on what I see. Um, now part two will be a little bit more explicit. So, uh, just keep an eye out for that. Uh, that episode is going to be basically available in two weeks time so we're just going to go right into it the next time we do a live so whatever it is in two weeks from today um honestly i just want to give you guys as much information as i possibly can and uh yeah uh this episode will be available to listen to in approximately half an hour it takes about a half an hour for it an hour for um, it what was the shiny happy people documentary on was it on hulu it's on prime, it's on prime. So there you go, Lisa. It's on Prime. It's on Prime. Definitely. I haven't even watched episode three or four yet. So I do plan to do that for part two as well. Um, but I cannot wait to dive back into it. I'm probably going to dive in this weekend because I'm just so like in it now. And Landon keeps hearing about it all day. Every day I keep telling him, spewing off facts. I'm like, can you believe this and this and this? And it's funny. But uh, anyways... Uh, now, did you guys have any questions about what we've already talked about before we jump off live? 
Um, I mean, people were asking questions throughout the live, like how much education do they get? Um, what happens, you know, when they're older, they feel like Jill uh, is kicked out of the family. Um, one of the oldest daughters still lives at home and uh, yada, 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 that kind of stuff. Well, what I'm going to do is on the next live on Facebook. So join our Facebook group. It's very important. Freaked Out Podcast on Facebook. We will open up the comment section and I will answer all of those questions. So guys, keep all those questions and I will answer all of them in the next episode as well. Um, because it's definitely important questions because those are things those I don't even think of. I don't know. Like, so let's just, so you guys know, I've never watched that show a day in my life. <laughs> I only had seen at when, when Josh Duggar had gotten in trouble. Um, and I think it was Jess's wedding. That's when me and my ex-husband were together. So like he had been watching it and I just happened to be around. And that's the only thing I've ever seen. And I thought it was messed up back then. Yeah, I've watched quite a bit of it. And ever since, like, the very first episode, I even pointed it out. I remember to my ex, I'd be like, um, about Josh, I'm like, dude, he is a molester. Um, th this family is a cult, like, all this stuff. And I would tell her all the time, like, how can you watch this stuff? Like, you do know this is a cult, right? Like, and you do know that they, like sexually abuse these children and she'd be like you don't know that well i do know that because i can see it and i can feel it i've also been a victim myself and um other victims can feel other victims so i i just could never really stomach watching it i never would she would i would that's a show i'd be like you could watch this on your own <laughs> like i'm not watching this crazy freaking brainwashing crap no jackie that's totally fine because those are details people want to know so like i am so open to you guys asking questions so please do that on the next post, I will obviously tag everyone in it when it comes available. I'll probably put that out in a week's time so that you guys can kind of prepare and then I can prepare. But uh, yeah, but, no, Jackie, I wasn't saying anything. I was just saying rating. I was just trying to read and remember some of the comments people were talking about um, so that Liz could uh, have a collective of things to answer the next time. All righty. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. And um, we'll be back for tomorrow night for the gay gang murders. And then the following week, it's going to be, I think it's Lori Bible, I think. And uh, Lori Bible and Ashley Freeman are the two names. I'm currently working on that episode right now. Just got started. That will be the following week. And then we have Eileen, and also the other episode is going to be Adam Walsh. All that to come for the month of June. So, woohoo! I hope you guys have a good evening. Have a good evening, guys.